Welcome to another episode of the In the Limelight podcast. I'm Clarissa Burt, founder of In the Limelight Media, where we enlighten, entertain, and educate our listeners. You are tuned in to Bookish Meet the Authors with Megan Hunsteiner. Enjoy. My name is Megan Hutsteiner, and I am the host of Bookish Meet the Authors, a television show that highlights the work of book authors globally. You'll be able to see this interview on In the Limelight TV, which is distributed on Roku, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, and 100 other smart TV apps. The audio version of the interview can be heard wherever you listen to your podcasts. Today, I have Kelly Stutliff. She is a psychic median author and successful radio show host who has been practicing medium for over 18 years. She conducts a private readings and consults as a psychic investigator using her expertise on missing person cases for private investigators, individual families, and national missing persons organization. Kelly is an award-winning international best-selling author. Her recent book, Spirit Speaks Within You, has won three book awards, each along with the Listen Up the other side is talking. She has also been featured in three other books in the last five years for her opinion on institution and how it all works in our day-to-day world. Kelly, welcome. And so hey, how are you? Nice you. to be here, Meg. <laughs> Where do I start with all that? Like, wow. Like, how do you begin? What? How did you become a psychic, first of all? Like, okay, well, really, you know, I always say in no one raises their hand to be a psychic medium. Okay. Your psychic ability picks you. And it's often like, I always say your children pick you. All right. And so sometimes our roles are defined for us by our soul, our soul contracts. And, you know, um, this is my world. Honestly, you know, when I was a little girl, I would have all these experiences and I, I would talk to my grandparents when they would come through and I would get these messages off and I would have the, these kind of um, young age, uh, you know, situ- situations. And um, my mother was real protective of me at the time. So she would be like, oh, Kelly, don't tell anybody or just tell me, you know. Well, those were experiences I had my whole life where I would know I was literally crossing people through at night and I would have people in my dreams that didn't know. And I still do that today. And, but, you know, I was very protected and so consequently, I was Irish Catholic, 12 years at Catholic school. We don't talk about those things. And then a priest showed up in my life and he was very psychic and he was friends of my parents. And he said to me, Kelly, you are very psychic because he was. And all of a sudden I'm squelched my whole life to saying, oh, we don't talk about those things. And, a, you know, God sends me a priest to say, it's okay to do what I do. Okay. Now that's against diety. That's against everything. So when I start and and children, just so I can add this, children are very psychic till the age of seven. And then oftentimes religion, deities, parents, people, teachers, whomever squelch it because we're so open. We're little souls, right? We're little souls just starting here on this earth. And so many, many people, many psychics will tell you, you know, they had this gift their whole life, but then they turn it on, turn it off. You know, they don't, they don't use it. So I was that person too. So in my twenties, you know, into my thirties, early thirties, had a successful real estate career. And, um, one day I was making baby formula in my kitchen because I had three kids in three years. 
and decided, oh, I'm going to do that psychic thing again. And soon as I said that, the floodgates came open again like a little girl. So I started to figure out, like, how am I going to do this? And what is happening to me? And I have all the spirit in my house. And I have all of these experiences happening. And I'm feeding babies at night. And, and this is my crazy world, right? And so I was fortunate. I, I, was, I studied for a year for, to learn how this worked. But I didn't even know I was a medium had no clue. I didn't even know what a medium was. And so I took this intensive course and it was all about, they'd bring in psychics, they'd bring in astrologers, they'd bring in dowsers, they'd bring in healers. And every night when we were there, we had to practice that. Well, one night two mediums show up. And in that moment, I was able to read like I always did. So past loved ones, their past loved ones were coming through and I was reading them and reading people in my class. And they were like, Kelly, you're a natural medium. This is who you are. So I was, I said, okay, I'm going to do this work. So I forwarded my life, right? I blew off real estate. Now, back when I did this, okay, the only movie that was out there was the Sixth Sense movie. I see dead people. Oh, I remember that. No one had any shows, really. Maybe John Edward was just starting out having a program on TV. This wasn't a popular subject. And so I would always hide behind my real estate license when people say, Kelly, what do you do for a living? And this is what I would say. And, um, but in the meantime, I'm practicing my work. So I left real estate and decided to do this full time. Well, then fast forward, you know, everybody, I always say spirit has an agenda. Your guides have an agenda for you. And I ended up saying, um, someone approached me to do radio. So I had a radio show before anybody was doing radio. Everyone's doing podcasts today, like we are today, which is awesome. Technology's changed. And um, I was able to be broadcasted in four different cities for my, for my program, Psychic Cup of Coffee. And um, I would interview people about this work and how it works. And then I, then I was like, okay, I think I'm gonna write a book. So I was featured in my first book, Pearls of Wisdom, and that was a collaborative book. And I talked, um, my chapter was called Daily Cup of Calm. And that was about um, um, how to ground your energy, how to focus, how to keep calm. And that was collaborated with uh, with Jack Canfield um, and several other name um, book, book authors. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, okay, if I was in this book, I'm gonna write a book. And that's when Listen Up, The Other Side is Talking came about. So in that story, I talked all about my experience as a psychic medium and, you know, talked all about the dynamics of how my life works and stories that were carried with me for years. And, you know, also the important message is about paying attention to your loved ones and how they give you signs. I would say the most important thing to do actually in this line of work is when you want to connect with a loved one, you give them the sign to connect with them everybody does it wrong everybody's like i'm waiting for a sign for my loved one to get tell me that they're okay well it's like when you pick up the phone to talk to your daughter right you pick up the phone you dial the number to reach her you have to do the same thing with spirit you have to you have to dial the number so you give them a sign to get back to you the whole world is looking for cardinals okay they're like i gotta see a cardinal i'm like those cardinals are exhausted on the other side right okay so i'm saying to you it's important actually you have to modulate 
you know what I mean? To look for signs, the songs, give me a sign today, mom, are you okay? Here's my sign I'm giving to you to get back to me. Watch and see when you do that work, what happens. So it's amazing on the confirmations you get. So in this process, right, I'm in, you know, I've, I've been fortunate. I was, I was featured in, in a few other collaborative books and, you know, all about, and I was asked actually by other authors to basically kind of confirm my work and what, I, what is with my psychic ability, with my work that I do. And I was able to be collaborated with three different, you know, um, books, which have been phenomenal. They've all, those books have all won awards too. So I'm a part of, part of that, which has been really cool um, to put my accolades in there, right? Um, which is nothing better when someone asks you as a professional to say, hey, what do you think? Give me your opinion. So I have a question. Yeah. <laughs> I like listening to all I'm like still like, I keep, my head keeps going back. You talked about being a little girl and having this capability. Like, what exactly were you experiencing and why is it only when as a young kid like why would you block it out as you get older well you know what when i we, first of all little little kids are open right they're very believable they they feel things they sense things right remember like when your four-year-old was telling you stories right oh my gosh four or five years old the stories just get bigger 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 right mm-hmm. and so um People are like born with this ability, right? My grandmother who came to me when I was nine years old after she had passed to tell me that she was okay in heaven and give this message to my mom was very intuitive. I had both both grandma grandmothers on both sides were very intuitive people. So lineage in that plays into it also, all right? Um, and- So was everybody child, psychic? Everybody's psychic. Everybody's intuitive. It's a matter of, of uh, your being psychic and, and actually a matter of choosing to accept that God-given giftability, right? Because we can't, you can't be a surgeon today or a police officer today and not use instinct, right? Where do you think that's coming from? That's psychic ability or a, a strong businesswoman or a strong business, you know, man, or, you know, a great athlete who knows the move of the next player who's be, so that they get that, you know, they get the two points in the hoop, right? So so this is intuition. This is that this is like the wake-up call to everybody, that everybody has intuition. As children, your job as a mother, parent to is to encourage that, to trust it. So they, when they get older, they will trust and seek to to keep them safe. How about that? And so that's the one thing we fail as parents, that parents don't do that. They don't say, okay, like in my house, when my kids grew up, we had psychic cup, um, psychic um, Tuesdays. And we would all sit, my little ones, and we would talk about psychic ability and we would ground ourselves and we'd do meditation. And then I'd say, okay, you know, mommy has three colors in her head. It's red, white, or blue. And my, the color in my head would be red. I said, what color is mommy thinking? Red. They would say that because they were taught to think this way, okay, and feel it. So when my children, and then I taught my children how to ground their energy. So grounding is the most ever important in the world for everybody. But if you teach a child to ground their energy and plant, you know what I mean, and protect, what happens is things are easier. They know the answers to the test. 
they feel it, they know, they, they, they feel safe. They know how to score goals because they, they envisioned it right. When they're playing soccer, this is where, you know what we, this is a huge thing in our culture today that needs to be happening more. Um, kids with anxiety, really, really. Okay. Whose fault is that? As a parent, did you teach your child to ground? Did you teach spiritually? Did you teach them how to get, get internal? So this is where that shift happened in my house, because you know what? I was always, you know, just out of protection mode. Oh, just tell me, don't tell anybody in my house. I was like, okay, what kind of experiences did you have? Let's talk about this. And so consequently, my children are very, very intuitive kids. They're adults now. They're all like many adulting now in their early twenties. And so this is really important as a, as a process. So I talk about those things in my book, right? And then I went into our, my, my, and, and it's important to answer your question because we took, we talked a little off topic here, but what's really important to understand is that people, you can, you can turn ability, your psychic ability on and you can turn it off. So you, so you can say, Hey, I'm not ready for this right now, but at some point in your life, it will come back to you. It always does. Cause I always say your psychic ability is your best friend. Why would it turn away? It wouldn't, but you have to be prepared and open to it. And once you start to blend and you start to ground your energy and you're able to receive it, watch how your life changes. So as, a, as an example, when my kids would go in in college and take a test before they'd go in, they'd say, okay, mom, ground me. And we do a grounding exercise before they go and take the, the, their exam. Or they learn to, before they go into interview, okay, ground me. I'm grounding my energy before I go in. So it's a tool. So psychic ability is that tool. So in my last book that I just wrote, Spirit Speaks Within You, this came about actually, um, I wrote it actually during the pandemic, right? Prior to the pandemic a little bit because I was tired of people being fear-based and to get the fear out of your out of your life, right? Right. So what happened with the pandemic? People got fear-based, they quadrupled their fear. And, and this was a reminder of really how spirit speaks within you, how to have flow in your life, how to not be um, fear-based or listen to or question the media or question what's out there question, 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 because that's what psychic ability does. That's, a, that's you as a psychic, you should be questioning. When I read for a client and I read for people globally all over the world, you know what? I have to prove my ability. And so I have to say, okay, if so, a past loved one's coming through and I'm giving a reading or if I'm working on a missing person's case, I have to validate that and I need the proof. So as people, when I, when I talked about um, discussed in my books, um, Spirit Speaks Within You, it's your job to question and use your instinct. And I think I have a really great, great um, chapter in my book um, that I'll share. And I have this really good friend of mine, um, um, Larry, and he's a phenomenal psychologist. And he is, um, what do you call it? Yale, Harvard, everything, right? Mm -hmm. So he is really interesting um, history. So, you know, he kind of floundered in his life. Nobody really wanted to, you know, really talk to him in life about things because he was a painter and, and that kind of stuff. He was really bright. So down the road, he becomes a psychologist and doctor and Hale, uh, you know, Yale, Harvard, everything. Right. 
So we were talking one day and I talk about this in my book and what happened in 2020 and through 22 is he, we were chatting. He says, well, you know, Kelly, people lost their hunt. And I said, what do you mean hunt? And he said, when a fox is looking for dinner, he goes hunting and, you know, he doesn't give up, you know, if he sees a squirrel or a rabbit and he misses the squirrel or the rabbit, his belly's still grumbling. So he's still hunting. He's going to keep going. Right. And until he gets fed that night. And he said, people have lost their hunt. So people in our society have lost their hunt because they become fear-based. Instead, they've sat back and been like, oh, the government's going to take care of me. Oh, geez, I don't feel like doing that. Mom and dad take care of that for me. Oh, um, you know what? I don't have my direction anymore. Someone take care of me. Now, if you were a fox, you'd be dead and buried by now, right? So this is about flow. This is about um, fear, how to, how to get out of that. And in Spirit Speaks Within in You, I addressed all of that because I was tired of it. I was tired of it. And, and Spirit kept saying, okay, Kelly, right, right, right here. We're going to download on you. Because everybody knows when you write a book, when you write, you'll write a book and you'll be like, ah, I would have never said that like that. Okay. It's channel. You're channeling. All right. So you get this whole team on the other side, you know, all these former authors and people and guides who, who give you that intuition and give you those words to put on that paper. And, and that's exactly, you know what, how that my book was birthed. And, and that's what, um, that's why it became the first day an international bestseller in four different countries, five, I think five countries. And then it went on to win three awards um, that were pretty distinguished awards, book awards. And because that showed me the message was out. And the only reason I could write that book is because I trusted my instinct to what my guides were given. Now, God, it was pretty controversial in some of the things I talked about because uh, we couldn't talk about things like that. You know what I mean? About the reality of um, what was happening in our country. Now we know more. Okay. It all comes out. In the, as my dad always used to say, Kelly, everything comes out in the wash. You know what I mean? And it certainly does. So that's the component is that, you know, that's kind of, it was almost like a fever of, of to get things out with that. So, um, so that's kind of me in a nutshell. So besides that and, and working in, you know what, my, my line of work where I work in missing persons work. That's what I that, want to talk to you about. Yeah. Can you hear more about that. That's absolutely fascinating because wow. Like how does that work? How does that you look know what? Like? Again, this was another job um, opportunity. Um, as I say, with spirit and not all psychics want to do this work I, I, because it's heavy, first of all. Yeah. And it's, it's heavy in the sense where, you know, you don't want to see things or hear things or, or be in that space where someone has can't find somebody. When you lose somebody and you can't find somebody, that is worse than death. There's some things in life that are like that. And this is number one. It's a constantly, where are they? Are they safe? Are they harmed? And so 12 years back, um, I got my first case and um, I was working on this, this case and I was able to provide for the family, um, the location where they would find their mother. And I had said in the reading, um, Joanne Matuk Romaine, there's, there's great, great, um, documentaries on, on this, this murder case. And, um, you can see it on Netflix and there's a, a series called lady in the lake around her case. Okay. And 
so at that moment, when I read the Fair of the Family, she went missing in January, just actually a few weeks ago on her anniversary, was her anniversary. And I had said she would be found in the springtime. There would be people, um, two fishermen would find her. She was dumped in the water. This is not a suicide case. This is a, a murder cover-up case. I gave names to the location, uh, to the people who are around it um, to look into. I also was involved um, giving the location. There was a, there was a bridge by there. There was um you know a lot of facts right and it's just downloads and what i say always go into my psychic press release right so i go into the psychic press release and who what when where how and give that information what was interesting is um she called me march 21st my birthday she would they, she joanne was found the first day of spring by this bridge two fishermen found her and she was dead and all these details i gave along with that she was also the coroner diag um, diagnosed her death as a dry death, which means that she was thrown in the water. There was no water in her lungs, so she couldn't have drowned or committed suicide. So these are the things. This is my world. So fast forward 12 years, lots of cases. I just did a case out of Taylor, Michigan, where Kyle Lasky went missing, and I gave evidence to the family and the um the family found him before the police did through my evidence. So I'm able to oftentimes work on cases where I can give location, information, street names, et cetera. And I am fortunate to be able to help families have some closure. How do, so, you, how do you get these jobs? Well, families call me directly because they see it through my work mm -hmm. um, or I'll get um, I have certain de detectives I work with around the country who will call me, um, and then um, I work with them. Um, in my line of work, I've, I've provided information to state um, state agencies, um, FBI, you know, depending on what the case was. So um, I've been in collaboratives where all psychics work together, and we work on cases together. Um, I've done a, a unit with Boston University um, there. I've done a, a worked with for, a former FBI agent um, with where 100 psychics, we would all tune into cases at the same time. So I'm experienced. And, um, and now that's how I, that's, that's kind of my passion to ha help within that. Um, because there's a, a gigantic need and want, sadly because of all the, the dynamics we have within our, our missing situation right now in the world. I mean, you'd be the first person I call if something happened. I'd be like, okay, uh, I insight, so. please. I'm like, oh, that's, that's, it's absolutely devastating. I, I couldn't even, I don't even want to go there in my head. To you, like, you don't, and, and no one, should, and let's say this, no one should, should go there. Back at, back, and our statistics are much higher now. I haven't even looked them up recently, but um, a few years back, 2,500 people in the United States go missing every day. Now, missing people go from you know, people with Alzheimer's who go missing, okay, to divorce situations where they steal the kids, to actual people being miss missing. But our biggest problem today in people going missing is sex trafficking and human trafficking. And until we get a grip on that, okay, is where we can see dramatic changes mm. because that's a global offense, okay, not just a national offense. Well, and so, you know what, we, um, so I help put teams together with um, detectives, psychics, former military pe um, people who 
want to throw their hat in the ring to help find the missing. Kelly, you're absolutely fabulous. Like I could just sit here and pick your brain all day and like, listen to stories. I love stories. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't wait to read your story, like even more so, uh, where can people learn more about you? So you can go to my website, which is psychicmediumkelly.com. And Kelly is K-E-L-L-E. My parents just said to be different, spell my, my first name. <laughs> I like so um, anyways, but you can go there, um, find my website. Gosh, lots of information there. My blogs are there. My predictions are there um, for 2023 in my blog. Um, there's you know, my numbers are there to reach out to me. And and I'm one of those people that actually really, if you call me, I'll call you back. Love it. What mm -hmm. about social media? What are your social media handles? Is oh, it um, like it's it's actually it would be um psychic medium um Kelly for all of them really. So for instant Instagram, Facebook, um all of them, you know, you name it, I'm on there, Twitter. Are um, you and then, any other cases? My what? Are you working on any cases right now? My, um, I just did a case actually in, um, I'm still working on a case in Portugal right now. Um, there's an Irish girl that went missing during the pandemic and um, the Portugal police basically botched it, didn't follow up. She was in a, she was in a hostel, um, Jean um, was her name and um, what do you call it? And she went missing and it wasn't until the media, my work also too, which helped um, in getting um, exposure on her case. So, th so that's a, a prominent case where now the Irish diplomats are involved um, making some action happen. So I just worked on that last week um, as an example. So I get calls from everywhere to work on cases. Um, and then, you know, my, my greatest gift, honest to God in life is, is hearing, you know what, we got them. because you know that's what the work is about and i love it thank you so much for your oh your i know sense. i got teary i didn't mean to get teary no i love that i think it's so touching i like that you're a great person a wonderful woman i'm so honored to know you and appreciate uh -huh. would you share one more time yeah. how they could get a hold of you certainly um so call um you can reach me um, at psychicmediumkelly.com. That's my name. And you know what? Or my email is psychic, uh, psychicmedium at verizon.com. And um, I'll be able to read for anybody and, and connect for you, which is fabulous. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you so much for joining us. And I look forward to chatting more with you. Oh, me too. Thank you, Megan, for the interview. Love it. Take care. Thanks for listening to this episode of Bookish Meet the Authors here on the In the Limelight Podcast Network, where we enlighten, entertain, and educate our listeners. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe, and don't forget to tell your friends.